The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Hello and welcome to the Bucket Plan Podcast. This is Jason Smith and I have Dave Allison, my co-host with me today, and we're going to be kind of interviewing each other a little bit. So this podcast is called Your Clients. So too many advisors are not being proactive right now and reaching out and calling your clients. Don't be reactive, be proactive. And that it's going to, it's going to pay you huge dividends in the long run of building that relationship and and earning the right to ask for the referrals when the time's right. So let's talk a little bit about um, talking points of what you might want to do on that phone call. I want to start with that. And then I want Dave to go through some of the really powerful data that he's put together. So he actually recorded a 36-minute webinar on uh, some of the talking points you'll hear him talk about here a little bit. Um, that are just fantastic. I can tell you from my own personal experience of making these calls to my existing clients over the last week, I was armed with the data that Dave put together around, from a historical perspective, what happened in 2000, 2001, what happened in 2008, 2009, and ultimately how long it took back to, took to get back to the all-time high that's, that's information you want to be armed with when you make these calls. So welcome, Dave. How are we doing? Good, good. Thank you. And I totally agree. Nobody likes having some of these discussions as the market is going down, but communication and perspective is essential. That's why clients pay to hire us and, and advise them. So I'm uh, excited to hear about what you're doing, calling your clients at the JL Smith Group, and uh, for me to be able to share some tips and pointers for the advisors listening so that they can create a better experience on those phone calls with their clients. So Jason, Great. why don't Great. you start off by sharing, I've seen some of the scripts that you've put together, the bullet points for our advisors. Tell me about kind of how your calls are going with your existing clients as we're seeing this, this kind of market turmoil and uh, the volatility that we're seeing right now. What are some of your best practices or bullet points here and how you're delivering that communication? Yep, so there's five kind of key components to these phone calls that I've found to have been successful. So number, and I'll kind of, I'll go through each one of these. The so number one, I just simply ask, how are you doing, right? Sincerely, I mean, you want to do that with all sincerity in your voice, with compassion. How are you doing, right? How are you doing right now? And so ask them that, just open it up with that. Let them vent to you. You know, normally I always teach like, like, Start every meeting with a positive focus, old school strategic coach Dan Sullivan, you know, of how to kick off every meeting, what wins, tell me something good. But you know what? In these times, I just want to let them vent a little bit to me if that's what they need to do. So I'm asking, how are you doing? And then I'm following up with, is everyone in your family safe and doing okay? You know, so that, you know, just asking about their family, let them know you genuinely care about them and, and that everybody's safe and doing okay. So those are the first two components. The third 
is then I review their bucket plan, right? And so some of you may or may not have bucket plans in place. If you don't, you just kind of do a snapshot review of their financial plan. Make sure you focus on, when you do that though, talking about the money that they have in more conservative investments that haven't gotten hit. So like in our case, we use the now, soon, and later. And so we talk about the soon bucket and we talk about the now bucket before we talk about the later bucket. And, but it's, the order is now, soon, and later. So, and I'll ask them too, how's your now bucket doing, right? So tell me about your now bucket. How's that doing right now? Because I want them to express any concerns they might have to me right now if, if they don't have enough money in the bank or whatever it might be. Because there can be a, a part of their portfolio that we can harvest that's not down like the bonds or short duration fixed income portion, if we need to kind of load up that now bucket a little more, get some more money in the bank so they don't make any bad decisions. So I'll basically just cover their bucket plan or, or you know, cover their holdings, right? But make sure you ask about how their now bucket's doing. That's the third component. And the fourth component out of the five is I hit on some of the bullet points you put together, Dave, on the historical perspective. And the thing I've been doing is I've just been sharing with them big picture, you know, I'd just like to talk to you a little bit about some times when we've, we've been to similar to these, right? Let's rewind, rewind back to 2000, 2001. So in 2000, 2001, we hit an all-time high. And then, the, and then the market went all the way down and crashed all the way to the bottom. And then it came all the way back again. And do you know how long it took to get back to that all-time high that we were at just four to six weeks ago? And they'll say, well, no. Like, you know, if we compare it to today, how long did it take in 2000, 2001 to get back to that all-time high? And you get a mirror of different answers on that, but I want them engaged, make sure they're listening and following along. So I'm asking that question. And then I'll let them know it took less than, how long, Dave? Less than how many years? Less than six years. That's right. Less than six years, right? Because the volatility is really happening out in that later bucket. So I'm asking them, and, and I want that engagement from them, make sure they're paying attention. You can tell Dave wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you yeah. caught me off guard. <laughs> <thought> you were... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got the answer so I... right. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly, right? And then I do the same thing, and I talk to him about 2008 and 9. And in 2008 and 9, guess what? How long did it take to get from the all-time high, the peak, down to the trough, to the very bottom, then all the way back to the all-time high again? It took less than five years. Five years. Less than five years, right? And so the key is, is to give, you know, teach them up a little bit, right? Because we're going through a similar, now this is crazy with the quarantine and everything else, but the markets always come back. At least they always have, right? And I believe they will. And if you do too, then you need to explain that with conviction to your clients, right? So from a historical perspective, less than six years, less than five years. And Dave, why don't you, you know, and as I land the plane here, because I think the last thing I do is I wrap it up, I put a bow on it, but I want you to give the actual, you know, some actual data for the, you know, more detailed people like David. They're you're going to be armed with a lot more data than I am. But I want them to understand at least the bigger picture 
less than five years, less than six years it took to go get back to the all-time high. So I just want to give them some confidence that we've been through this before. I've been through this before. And we really need to ride out the storm because at the end of the day, the volatility is going to happen, but we're going to get back again to that all-time high. And the last thing we want to do is bail out after we've just, you know, taken a, a hit like we recently have. And the last thing I kind of wrap it up with the fifth component is I'm here for you. I'm for absolutely anything you need. Please don't hesitate to call me, reach out to me. I am here for you. And some of you might be thinking, well, I don't want to tell them that because then they're going to call me. Listen, you, they're not going to probably call you, but they're going to feel so good inside for the fact that you're letting them know that you're here from you and they shouldn't hesitate to call you. So those are the five key components. How you doing? How's your family doing? Review their plan. Uh, hit on some of the historical bullet points. What happened in 01, uh, 2000, 2001, 2008, 2009. And then lastly, wrap it up with, I am here for you. Absolutely anything you need. Some of the key tips, right? Show compassion and genuine care. Be positive and strong, right? Be strong and be positive. Um, listen as long as they need you to, right? This is a time to show that compassion and listening is showing compassion and uh, do it virtually so they can see your face if possible, utilize uh, the computer and technology, Ring Central, GoToMeeting, Zoom, whatever you're using, do, get, let them see your face if at all possible, help them get that set up and so they can see them. And if you don't, at least if nothing else, let them hear the smile through the phone, right? I mean, if you're not virtual, they can hear the smile through the phone. And you got to let them hear the smile a couple times through that phone. It's important for them to hear that. Um, and the last uh, tip I'll give you is don't talk about how the market did today. Don't talk about yes, how it did yesterday, even if it's good, right? When we're recording this right now, the market just had fantastic two days in a row. Uh, two days ago, you know, biggest gain since 1933. Don't be talking about that stuff, right? If they bring it up, great. But what you're trying to do is focus on the long-term perspective message, not on the short-term. So if you start like just pulling the winds out and then all of a sudden the market goes down the next day after your phone call 10%, they're gonna remember your phone call and be like, oh yeah, he's all saying the market went up and now it went down. So take the focus off that, focus on the long-term perspective because that's how they're gonna ride out the storm. Absolutely. That's okay. awesome. And uh, you got it. And, and uh, that was that's phenomenal. I mean, I think what I hear more than anything, and this has impacted me personally a lot when I call my clients, is the positivity in your voice. I mean, Jason, you shared something a couple of weeks ago with our company at C2P. You know, you say during times like this, leaders remain positive, right? And in when our clients are cooped up in their homes, sometimes they could become negative. And just being a positive voice on the other end of the line, trying to deliver some sort of positive message, I think goes a long way. And I'll also share, you know, and kind of determining what type of, uh, of person they are. Like I was doing a call the other day with a client who's a scientist. And as we're talking about it, I'm like, you know what? But the phenomenal scientists that are out there working day in and day out tirelessly. They're such resilient people. 
they're going to get us through this. Or if it's a business owner, you know, yeah, a lot of businesses are going to be impacted, but the American business owner is resilient. They're going to get through this. I mean, just delivering those positive messages. Uh, I'm going to go into data. And for those of you who know me, you know, I love the numbers. But I think if you take one thing out of this call, it's Jason's message around positivity. I mean, people need that more than ever when they're stuck in their homes with nothing to do but watch all the doom and gloom on the media. And so, um, you know, before we get into that, I just I can't say how uh, important that piece of it is. But, you know, the other thing that, that we will share if somebody's a little bit more technical or maybe they are concerned and they're saying, yeah, you know, well, this one's different. I mean, the reality of stock market investing, and when we talk about it, we're really, for the bucket plan, we're all talking about the later bucket mostly. You know, the later bucket is where we have the higher equity allocation. Jason shared the numbers of, you know, five years of a downturn or 4.4 years of a downturn. You know what's amazing about that, Jason? This is one thing you didn't share. That's if they were sitting in a 100% equity United States-based portfolio. That was the Russell 3000 index, right? right if they were right. in a diversified portfolio between international and United States or between fixed income and equity, do you think it was five years or 4.4 years till recovery? No, it was much shorter because we all know the prudent impact that diversification plays. And so, you know, that's another thing to think about when you're talking about those numbers is maybe all of your clients aren't in a 100% U.S. equity portfolio. And so that recovery is even constricted even further, helps happen quicker in a diversified portfolio. But uh, the couple of things to note, you know, and we share this in the webinar, I highly encourage you to go watch that. I mean, we've seen this story before. I was sharing with a client the other night. Uh, yes, it's a health pandemic this time. And yes, we are constrained to our homes. But, you know, a lot of times when we see these black swan market events, right, it's something that's never happened before. I mean, prior to 2008, we never saw a mortgage crisis and a subprime lending crisis and collateralized debt obligations and the whole banking and finance system blow up. We've never seen a health pandemic that's done what it's done to the economy here. In 2000, 2002, we never saw a tech bubble like we saw there. So these are all first time events, but the market is resilient. It's the most powerful information processing machine in the world, which is why you typically see the downturn happen very quickly, which is almost impossible to time or predict. And then the recovery happens over the next couple of years. And so like the financial crisis, Jason, uh, just to take a guess, how many months did that last from the time we hit the all time high to the time we hit the very, very bottom? Any guesses on, in terms of months? 17 months. 17 months. You must have watched my webinar. Dead on. 17 <laughs> months. So in a little over a year and a half, a little less than a year and a half, we went from the all-time high, most euphoric feeling when we looked at all of our account balances to the absolute most depressing time when we looked at all of our account balances. And from that bottom, 36 months later, yes, three years later, but 36 months later, we recouped everything. And what happens in these big downturns in some, is sometimes you can see a bounce very quickly. And this is why market timing is almost next to impossible. One month after we hit bottom. So when we look at March 9th of 2009, 
to March 9th uh, or to April 9th of 2009, just one month after we hit bottom, the Russell 3000 had a positive 26.5% return in one month. So it's like, how do you get out and then get back in again before you hit that recovery? And right. most people fun. thought it was the end of the world at that time. They were not getting in right at that very bottom, right? I mean, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, a home run to do it. Yeah. And so the one-liners, and we've heard them all, but these are so important right now. It's not timing of the market. It's time in the market. That's what produces long-term success. It's not timing of the market. It's time in the market. You got to take the bads with all the goods that generally come. And historically, there's a lot more goods than bads. Jason, I got a quick question for you, and I know you're not going to know the answer to this. But if you invested $1,000 in United States stocks in 1970, take a guess at how much that would be worth today. So 50 years later, how much 1000 bucks in 1970, how much is it worth today? 172000 Almost. Yeah, not, not bad, actually. Not a bad guess. 121000 is the actual answer. So a thousand dollars closed your eyes, invested it in 1970, 121,000 today. Guess what it would be worth if you missed just the best performing single day over 50 years? One day. It would. Out of, one day. Yeah. You know, out of 50 years of stock market trading. A hundred. It'd be worth instead of 121. Almost 108,000. It's about $12,000 if you missed one day out of 50. Now, again, we don't talk about individual performing days as a best practice, but conceptually for advisors, we just saw the best performing day on Tuesday that we've seen since the 30s, 1930s. And so this is the importance that we need to bring in our calm, positive message that, yes, we haven't seen a health pandemic like this before, but we have seen market volatility like this before. It's actually quite common. We see 10% corrections. We see 20% corrections. And so we've lived through it in the dot-com bubble. We're living through it again with the coronavirus pandemic going on. And there's one other statistic that I just want to share that I think is really important overall. And that is any time since- Actually, yep. I'm curious. I'm curious on the five. Day. What if they miss five days? The five days. Um, the five I days. Seeing this in the webinar. Yeah, that you did. Yeah. yeah. So if they missed five days, they'd be at seventy-seven thousand instead of a hundred and twenty-one thousand. So a That's forty-four thousand dollar five days out of fifty years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, 15, if they miss the top 15 days, they're down to $43,000 instead of 121. So those are all outstanding numbers. And, and it just goes to show, you know, why it's so important time invested in the market versus timing of the market. Uh, markets have uncertainty, right? And I share this as a joke with clients a lot. Markets have uncertainty. If markets didn't have uncertainty, it would be called a savings account and not an investment account you expect to get compensated a higher expected return to take on that uncertainty. And so again, it, 
all of this is, is so critical to the overall success of a client's bucket plan. Because of that later bucket, you need the money to grow over long periods of time. But Jason, what I just wanted to share there was every time since 1926 that we've seen a 10% or more market decline, do you know what the average annualized one-year return was after a 10% decline? No, this is interesting. I haven't heard this one yet. Yeah, this is a new one. I didn't have this one on the webinar. But the average, <laughs> the average one-year return following a 10% or greater decline has been 11.3%. The average three-year return following a 10% decline has been 10.2% annualized. And the average five-year return following a 10% or more decline is 9.6% in the S&P 500. And so what you have to ask clients, especially those that are concerned about wanting to cash out of the market or pull out of equities or the world is going to fall apart, historically through uh, theoretical research and evidence, we've seen that when do the best times generally come in the stock market? After a big when drop. do the after the big drops, right? So why in the world would anyone want to get out right now when research shows time and time and time again historically that clients recover? It might take them a year, it might take them three years, it might take them five years. I think I saw research that says after a bear market the average recovery is about 14 months. We know after massive black swan events, like 2008 and nine, 2000 to 2002, and certainly the coronavirus of 2020, it might take a little bit longer, but that's exactly why we've proactively set up a now and a soon bucket, so that we essentially buy a time horizon and can weather the storm because that's all it is is a short-term storm it's not going to last forever and so again delivering these positive messages about all of the proactive planning work that we've done and think about all the people in this country who don't have a plan they're the ones what it uh, a friend of ours jason he texted us last night on the number one like Google search and the, the, the surge of it. What was right. it last night? What do I do with my 401k? What do I do with my 401k? The top, top Google search recently. And think about right. all the bad advice they're getting when they go to Google and all the talking heads are saying, get out now or get out last week. And they got out last week in their 401k, which is a long-term savings vehicle for most people while they're working. And they missed out on the 20% increase in the market that we've seen in the last three days. Listen, I have a friend, very close friend, her money, her, her a money manager manages her money two days ago, right? Two days ago, unbelievable that she went to cash, like before the last two days of what we've just seen happen. So the bottom line is, guys, we're in uncharted territories. Nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, it could be 17 months before we hit the very bottom. But the bottom line is none of us have a crystal ball. Nobody knows. And the market's down substantially right now. 
And so this isn't, you know, you got to talk your clients off the ledge and you got to have them stay put, especially if it's long-term or later bucket money. And so that's the most important thing. The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit claritytoprosperity.com.